You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Derek, we're at a church. We sure are. First time ever um, in our span. Yeah, not in our life. We've been to church before. Correct. I'm just surprised (laughs) I didn't have to walk in with a hard hat. But but no, we're good. So we have a guest, and we should start with introductions, and then we're going to dive into your your role because this is the first sports club that we've had on, on our show. So there's a lot of different questions that you know, we've talked about off camera just so that we can kind of highlight things that you do here in regards to the community. So you want to start by introducing yourself and then we'll just roll right into it. All right. Uh, my name is Darrell Glover, uh, the president and CEO of Lackawanna Sports Club Incorporated. I'm born and raised here in Lackawanna. Okay. Went to Lackawanna High School, graduated back in 03. I'm always played sports. I was able to use sports to go to college and now I'm back home trying to deliver the same thing to the kids. What did you do in college? Um, I actually went to school for a computer science degree. Um, I went to University of Texas, El Paso. I tried out for football, blew my knee out, so I oh, just geez. pursued just you know getting a degree. Once I was done, I got homesick. Uh, my grandmother fell a little ill, so I came. I moved back home, and I've been home ever since. Do you miss Texas, though? The weather, yeah. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> what other sports did you play growing up? Uh, growing up, I've always been basketball and football. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried baseball, but I've always been a big guy, so baseball wasn't it. But that's pretty much all we had, uh, basketball, baseball, and football around when, when I grew up. Now, when you were a kid, did you were you a part of kind of this type of organization? Actually, the same organization that I'm a part of in Tackle, uh, I was a part of Lackawanna Lulu. Um, I wasn't able to play too many years, but I played a couple of years there. And uh, that's pretty much it. Um, there was no basketball organization back when I grew up. There was only Boys Association Baseball and Lackawanna Little Loop Football. Okay. And then now, um, Lackawanna offers what sports? Well, now we have not only just tackle football, we have flag football, we have basketball through LA Sports Club, we have baseball through Lackawanna Youth Diamond Sports, and we also have soccer through Soccer for Success. I didn't know that. Yeah, so outside of the organization, how do kids normally get involved in sports then? 
Uh, I'm just going to the local playground. Um, wow. If you're not a part of the organization, you just meet up with your friends. We have Jeff Taggart. The playground's about five acres big. Um, so the kids just normally play the sports there. No kidding. Hmm. So do you guys play other towns' sports clubs or like Little Loops? So like Hamburg Little Loop, for example? In tackle football, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Baseball, not at the moment, but that's something that they're trying to do with the older divisions. Uh, with basketball, we just introduced, uh, first time this year, our AAU basketball team. So not only will we be attempting to try to play other towns, but we plan on taking our AAU team somewhat possibly across, across country if possible. Hmm. That's a awesome. travel team, huh? Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting, too. That's a huge undertaking, too, because do you have to get support or funding or grants or anything like that from other individuals or governments? or All of the above. Um, okay. Of course, you need the community support. Um, we have the great support of St. Anthony's that allows us to use uh, the church as our hub. Um, we have a great support from Mr. Sanders, who always helps out for us. And, you know, the community and the parents. My parents are huge. Um, having the good parents and the stable family, they've been able to, you know, support us the most. Sure. So bringing it all the way back when you went to when you went to college, what at what point did you say, I don't want to pursue this like this path anymore and I want to get into the sports club? Was it because you didn't you benefited so much of this when you were younger? No, not really, because like I said, we didn't have this. Um, I think uh, up until I was 12, we had what was called the Friendship House. Sure. Similar to, you know, what we have here at St. Anthony's. They would have programs. They had a gym. We would go play and we would enjoy it. And when I went to college, I went for computers. Mm-hmm. Um, I continued to get my computer degree, and I didn't think about it as far as a sports club idea until I moved home. And a buddy was like, hey, what are you doing in your free time at work? I'm like, nothing, just sitting at home. He was like, how about we you know, try to train the kids? Mm. Imagine if we had the training when we were in high school, how good we would have been. You know, I was all state. Imagine if I trained or actually knew how to lift weights. I could have probably been, you know, bigger than that. So a buddy of mine and a couple of friends got together. We joined this club, and it's been like that ever since. So you graduated with a four-year degree? Yes. In, in computers? Yes. Okay, and then when you moved back here, did you have a full-time job in that realm? Actually, no. Not when I first started. I just kind of picked up any job that came to pay the bills. Um, okay. Now, currently, I own my own business, Dr. Fix-It, uh, electronics and computers. Oh, so I fix computers with that degree. Um, other than that, I'm attempting to pursue a teaching degree, and I work for the YWCA as a lead teacher. So... Uh, <laughs> Where did all this come from? Good for you, man. Yeah, That's just, awesome. Just pretty much, you know, for the kids. Uh, the teaching degree came after the kids. Okay. Um, with all the coaching, you know, and I was so good with the coaching, you know, some of the teachers that were parents were like, hey, you get the kids to respond well to you. Have you thought about teaching? No. I've only thought about <laughs> <laughs> building computers, and I love football. So they asked me to go ahead and go to, you know, try out the YWCA. I tried out the YWCA. I became a lead teacher. The program loved me. And then from there, they were like, oh, go ahead and get a school age uh, teacher certificate. I did that. I'm, I'm in pursuance of that. So it's just on and on within the, the company of the YWCA that I decided to be a teacher. 
Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So how? So you're done with that, or you're well, right, obviously in, right now they're not in school, so it's an after school right. oh, program. Yeah. So okay, uh, with them not being in school, there's no after school program. Sure. So we're not doing that at the moment, but we did some virtual stuff, and you know we just still going to school, I guess. Mm-hmm. So when you first came into the organization, what sports were initially offered, and what was it like expanding the sports? When I first came, we all had this big dream of trying to incorporate every sport possible, but just on a training scale. So basketball, football, baseball, and soccer, but just for training. Um, of course, you know, through some other entities, they fell through. So we only stuck with just football. Um, once we stuck with football on a training scale, we elevated to basketball and flag football. And it just kind of grew over the years. We been around for about five years now. Mm. So year one, it was just football and flag football. Year two became all basketball, and basketball has really been our our catalyst at this point. Is there an age range? Because, like, I miss football. So oh. if there's a flag football thing for me. <laughs> we'll tear our ACL, man. We oh, can't be man. doing that you, stuff anymore. I'm going to pull a hammy. You're ACL. probably going to tear an ACL. It's funny that you said that because I'm currently on IR from playing adult flag football. <laughs> so <laughs> I go to physical therapy, what I call pain and torture, because yeah. I, I kind of slightly tore my meniscus. But I shouldn't be out there. These guys with the flag football team, they're between the ages of, you know, 18 and, you know, as old as me. Oh, cool. So I have that, and I have an adult kickball team that's through the city. So we do have some things for ages ranging from three all the way up until 50. If you think you can get out there and play and we got a division for you, uh, you know, go ahead and do it. I just advise have good insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you talk about the actual program itself. What type of training do you do? So, like, do you, you don't have a sports management degree. So, how are you training these? No. Kids? So, more, most of our training is on a fitness level. Okay. Um, everything, most of the stuff that we do are just uh, based on knowledge of either playing the sport sure. or we continue to educate ourselves so we can grow. Um, like I said, I was good at basketball. I wasn't really, you know, versed at, ba- you know, at football until when it came to the training that I started the club. I played football, but training football was different. Way different. Way different. Same with basketball. Once I started to become a basketball trainer, I had to take classes. I have to learn more things. So it's all about what we wanted to do when we wanted to grow. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know the sport, and then I just went ahead and studied the sport. Good for you. That's incredible. Yeah, Yeah. so in regards to equipment, the logistics behind – the operation who's kind of in charge of that and then how does that whole aspect work because i'm sure that's it obviously it's a loaded question but yes well uh first of all my team in the club right now is down to five people um it's me my fiance michelle and a couple other board members so we all just kind of you know divvy out the work as it comes uh, one of the great things that we have is we have a sponsor victory sports outreach uh, Doug Riffenberg, uh, they supply almost 90% of our equipment. Hmm. So by donation, they were able to kickstart our organization with basketballs, hurdles, ladders, cones, anything that we needed as far as on a training thing. So we just pretty much talked to Doug. Hey, Doug, we need these uh, balls and whatever we need. And Doug, make sure we have it. And we just store it here at either our storage or St. Anthony's. Wow. Do okay. You- are people able to just come and personally donate their stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, we recently just had a parent who son didn't like baseball. 
and uh, she went ahead and donated the baseball equipment. We don't do baseball training now, mm-hmm. but we were able to go ahead and provide that to Doug, who you know refurbishes it, and go ahead and donate it to an organization who could use it. That's awesome. So how is it working with the church? Because you're not directly tied to the church, right? You're using Correct. this as a hub. So what was that communication like? How did that start, and how has it been since then? Uh, I would say when the schools weren't available anymore. Sure. Um, once the schools weren't available, we got in touch with Deacon Mike, who was you know, grateful with what we were doing with the community and was just wondering how can he help. And lo and behold, he had a whole basketball gym. It's not state-of-the-art as he state, but it, it works, and it gets the job done, and we're grateful for it. Mm-hmm. So just supplying us this facility is pretty much all we needed from the church. And, it's, it's been lovely. I, I'm sitting here yeah. just getting goosebumps because <laughs> without the church, you know, a lot of things we wouldn't be able to do. Yeah. So this might be another loaded question, but I'm interested in your perspective as to why kids need to be a part of this club. Because yeah. it, you have to see all sorts of kids that come through here. Cool. So what, what is your thoughts on why kids need a sports club and just an environment to do this in? Well, uh, all sports clubs are different. Mm -hmm. Um, The L.A. Sports Club, however, is the way we do the club. It's not based on, you know, the best kid. We're not glamoring, you know, who can run the fastest. It's based off of everyone. So whether your skill is not there, we're going to help you get there. We make it a family-oriented environment. And also, you know, all kids need some type of team atmosphere. Um, Not only just with sports, we have chess and a young gentleman's club. So even with the kids not being with the sports, they're having that opportunity to make friends of all nationalities and, you know, get that team, that team feel. Because sure. when they have the chess matches, oh, man, you should hear them. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, they just talk back and forth. Oh, man, it's, you would think that they were sport. They were in there playing football. <laughs> the way they, oh, and you tell them, hey, you can't talk mess. But, you know, when they take each other pieces and uh, they just get. <laughs> chess is an art, too. Yes. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> So do you do you coach chess? Uh, no, actually, that was Tyler uh, okay. that left. Uh, Tyler was our our main chess teacher. Um, he was great at chess. I actually just learned everything on Google. Tyler helped me. Um, our Lackawanna Recreation Department uh, director Brian Laxo. He's also like a chess master. So. Uh, we just kind of, you know, followed each other, built a little team, got the kids involved, and L.A. Sports Club Chess. When he told me he coaches chess, I, I've known him 20 years. And when he told me, I go, first of all, you've never told me that. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm like, it's not just one of those things. Yeah. Like, Tyler and chess, I just yeah. don't – I've never thought that that would be a thing. But that's, that's a thing. And it was – that's what basically opened this whole thing up because I'm like, yes. if, if all of that is going on – we have to talk about it because mm-hmm. the the Lackawanna community in itself is very, very close-knit. Yes. And a lot of people don't understand that unless they're kind of in it. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in it, you realize, damn, like these people really care about yeah, each other. Each other. Yes. And like, and Lackawanna. And mm-hmm. it's a whole, there's a lot of pride when someone tells you where they're from and each area of buffalo is different but lackawanna is basically the same it's like i'm from lackawanna don't mess with it like don't mess with me like it's just kind of it's this awesome community so when you have the community support in specifically where we are Mm -hmm. um is it kind of known at this point where all the kids are just like why aren't you at the club like 
what are you doing not there? Either that or when you see the kids, it's, oh, I can't, is it flag, when does flag football start? Or okay. when does chess start back? I'm doing so, that. I'm not even from yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're they're all one way tied to another. So I might have not been your friend in football, mm-hmm. but we meet we meet each other in chess. I might not be athletic, but now we both got an opportunity to you know bounce ideas off each other. And here you have the star running back, you know, talking and communicating and making friendships with this guy who would never pick up a ball. So mm-hmm. it's, it's situations like that that just blows my mind with the kids so have you sorry Derek. have have you seen like the star running back play chess and then the star chess player play football when they've never been in that realm before not as much with football but with chess um most of my players are based off of the tackle football organization uh that's when i started i started coaching tackle football Mm -hmm. so all those kids kind of you know cultivated through the club and, you know, now that I see those guys, you'll see the ones who not a part of football, but sign up for chess or the Young Gentlemen's Club. And you'll get to know them and you'll see, you know, great minds think alike, whether it's on the, the sports field or the chess board. So. Mm-hmm. Can you go into the Young Gentlemen's Club a little bit and what that it really is? Now, the Young Gentlemen's Club basically is how I, I, I pretty much explain it as teaching young men. I mean, young boys to grow into men. Gotcha. Um, They learn things from tie in their tie, table etiquette, um, stock market. They, uh, you know, how to save in a bank account. Um, We try to, you know, volunteer throughout the community and do community service. Don't spend it. As much as, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the best advice. (laughs) Don't spend and invest it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's really interesting that you teach that because schools don't for some reason. Yeah, no. And and that's why we teach it. Yeah, that's a huge, like, thing that we talk about and Mm -hmm. our generation talks about is, like, if they would have taught me how to save and tie a tie and do my taxes rather than showing me the quadratic formula, exactly. I might be better off right now. Exactly. So was that a program that you built from the ground up and you said, this is what I want incorporated or how did that program well, layout work? Actually, no. Um, I pretty much looked at my son and was just like, you know, I want to go ahead and teach you how to be a gentleman. We went ahead and we Googled a few things of what I was lacking on. Mm-hmm. And as I realized, I was like, wait, Nobody showed me some of this stuff. So, and I'm like, this is a, there's a book called uh, 101 Ways to Be a Gentleman. Hmm. And once I, you know, kind of read this book and I'm realizing there's a lot of stuff that I could teach these kids that's in this book. So through research and Google, Google's my best friend. Absolutely. I developed the Young Gentleman's Curriculum. And through that, we teach the kids all the tie and the tie, you know, the stock market and things like that. For each one of these programs or even sports clubs that you create, do you have to work with Lackawanna or the city or anything like that? Uh, Not all of them, but for location-wise. Currently, right now, our biggest thing is we don't have a location. So everything we do is remote. So we work with uh, Lackawanna Municipal Housing to use their playground the church to use the gym here, mm. or the city to use Veteran Stadium on South Park. Gotcha. Have you experienced anybody kind of grow up and then go through the club and then come back and tell you what they were grateful for and how the club has changed them or no? Not yet. It's only been five years. 
But again, like I said, I still see the kids throughout mm-hmm. the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Some of them work at the local Tim Hortons and, you know, pulling up to Tim Hortons hearing, Coach D, is that you? No, 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 no. That's not Coach. Coach D, you're supposed to have all that sugar. I'm going to tell Miss <laughs> Michelle. So, you know, things like that. They're calling you out. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely calling me out. Or watching them become young parents and mm-hmm. graduate from high school and, you know, do things in life that, you know, are bigger than sports. That's, you know, I haven't had anybody come back, but watching them do that and going, all right, you're doing good. That That's beneficial there. That's awesome. It's fascinating. I mean, it's great that you're doing this, and we're so excited to talk to you because this is something that every community should have. Yeah, definitely. So is, is this right now, do you have any girl sports or any unisex sports? Everything is co-ed okay, currently. Cool. Um, we're also working into building sort of like a young ladies club, mm-hmm. like we do the young gentlemen's club. Nice. Um, but everything is intertwined unless it's travel sports. Um, right now we're working on an AU girls basketball team, but no, not much interest when it comes to girls sports. Sure. Okay. And is, is that lack of interest in regards to just the – the response you're getting from either just the kids or is it parents as well? Uh, maybe a little bit of both okay. um, because we don't separate the two. We make everything co-ed. Mm-hmm. So I might not want my daughter, you know, to play, you know, amongst a bunch of, you know, boys mm-hmm. just yet if she never played the sport before. So with that happening, once we start to grow more and we can separate the two, then we'll have more, I, I believe, girls. Okay. What is your outreach like? Like, How do you get people to come join the club? Is it all word of mouth or do you do advertising? Word of mouth and social media. Okay. Um, through Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, we were able to have over 220 kids this year. Wow. And not one flyer, not one email, maybe a couple of phone calls. But most of the time I see the kids – they tell their friends, mm-hmm. their friends tell their parents, and the parents hunt me down to sign it up. Yeah. Is there a, a commitment to it? Like, is if you join the football team, do you, like, have to stay? F- I mean, that's kind of a weird question because most kids will want to stay for the whole season. But yeah. is there, like, a commitment that you have to be here for a year if you join or anything like that? No, not okay. at all. Um, it's actually each program is on a rotating six-week basis. So you can – it's only, like, six clinics. So you'll pay for a session. You can come all six. You can miss a couple. Um, I've had some parents that, you know, they thought their child were going to sign up and not show up at all. Mm. And they, you know, went ahead and we we discussed that matter then. But other than that, no, there's no commitment. Um, Travel is different, though. We try to ask the kids to, you know, if you're going to, we can't make it serious. It's only going to be as serious as you want it. So, man, if if someone signs up for travel, they should have like a signing day. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? They come down, they sit down, they sign in. They're like, this is it. This is it. Real deal. I didn't think about that. I might throw that in there because we just made the teams last week. Okay. So, yeah, that that might be a good idea. It just might make it that much more legit. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, yes. I, I've never had that. No, I didn't know? either. Even when I went to college, you know how they had National Signing Day? Mm-hmm. I walked on to UTEP, so I never had that experience. So, yeah, no, that, that sounds cool. I like that. That's a good idea. Heard it here so first. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like, are you going to come down here and do it all for him? I'll just be in the back holding the banner, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, what other sports? I know we talked about like what's available right now, but what's next? What, what do you want to improve this mm-hmm. program to be? Street hockey. 
Nice. Well, I thought you were going to be like curling. I'm like, no, what, no, what are you no, talking no, about? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, right here in a neighborhood uh, called uh, Bethlehem Park, they have a uh, makeshift ice hockey rink um, that they obviously were using for floor hockey. I've pretty much, I believe I've tapped every sport that mm-hmm. I can physically. And I thought I wanted to cultivate Bethlehem Park by doing uh, street hockey. So that's the next sport. So. Have you ever thought about bringing in people from the sports to talk to the kids about the sport? Yes. Okay. Um, I try to do that with the high school players sure. or some of our local legends. Um, we've had some legends here that, you know, for whatever reason could have went pro. And, you know, they've had some good perspectives on life that we allowed them to talk to the kids as well. Like who? Um, Men in Action is one. Um, they have some of our great, you know, elders in the community. Uh, Ray Braxton Sr., who's currently going for school board, is actually, you know, one of the best running backs that came out of Lackawanna. Um, he was actually featured on ESPN, so mm. that's pretty good in this little city. But uh, guys like that. And uh, on our board, uh, we have the father of Jeff Taggart. Um, he actually is named, his playground is named after him, and he was a great basketball player. His dad is on our board. He gives us good input and things like that. That's amazing. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Okay. Do parents get involved like in the club itself, or do they just kind of let the kids go and do whatever they want? Either or. Okay. Uh, you get some parents who want to coach. You know, um, Like I said, I didn't know basketball, so I pre- I'd say it every day. I didn't know basketball, but I learned it. You're mm-hmm. willing to learn it. I can show you the pointers where I learned it, and you'll be just as good as me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Or they'll help. Michelle with the administrative duties or the table. Um, when we have our fundraisers, I pretty much let the ladies handle the fundraisers, mm-hmm. and you know I step aside. Yeah, they're really good at that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you said two hundred and twenty plus kids. Yes. Um, it was two twenty two, two twenty five. Yeah, more than that. Yeah. Okay. So, and you said there were five people that kind of divvy up all the work. Is there a number where you're like, if we reach three hundred, we got to bring somebody else on? Not really. Okay. Um, with the board, we like to keep it uh, with Small. just five people. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as volunteering, um, anyone can help. Uh, we never turn down help. Anyone want to, you know, just sweep, dust mop the floor, help wax, anything. We never deny anyone that wants to help. Was that, that's a good point. Was that part of the agreement or conversation with the church where they're like, use this? However, like every Tuesday, wax, buffer, uh, no, things like actually, that. no, there there was no agreement at all. That was just something that we decided wow. that we would want to do Wow, uh, okay. because we're, we are using it. You right. know, we're, right. we're one of the only people using it. So. Part of the gentleman's club. Yeah. Clean yeah. up after yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, right. yeah. Leave it better than you found it. Yes. Okay. So I can, I, it's, it's not surprising, but it's kind of surprising that the church is just like, yes, God bless, you know, yeah. and then that was Deacon, it. That, that's why like I said I was excited. <laughs> Deacon Mike, right. you know, really looks out for us. He sounds like a boss. Yeah. <laughs> that's a solid name. So for volunteering how can people reach out to you what what is your social media where can people find the events that you're doing and the fundraisers actually before we get into that what type of fundraisers are you doing because i want to make sure that i hit on that before we we stop but like fundraisers currently right now uh the only fundraiser we have is a mother's day raffle uh where we're going to have a couple of prizes that we raffle off uh, by selling tickets um we generally do a lot of barbecues Mm. or parties beer blasts but uh, due to the, the type of season, we haven't been able to host a gathering. Uh, but generally, that's the only fundraiser that we have. Um, as far as where people can reach out, they can email us at lasportsclub716 at gmail.com. Uh, we have our own website, 
which is www.lasportsclub716.com, mm-hmm. or they could contact me via text message on my phone number, 716-930-0578. If you call me, more than likely, I won't answer. <laughs> I always respond to text way yeah. more than phone calls. <laughs> when, when people call you, it's just like, why are you, text me. And then just hang out. <laughs> I'm, I'm known for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just so much more convenient. So anything else that you want to touch on in like any future plans or anything that you want to announce? Um, no, we we're planning on doing a summer basketball camp. Um, we're also looking at launching a football training camp uh, that's starting uh, within the next couple of weeks in Jeff Tagger Playground. Um, the only thing I like to say, if you want your kids signed up, go ahead and reach out and you, you won't regret it. Trust me. Not at That's all. awesome. Yeah. We love what you're doing, man. This is fantastic. Thank you, thank and you. seriously, if you're a part of a town board or anything, implement something like this in your town. It's so beneficial and kids need this community involvement. Yes. Yes, definitely. Cause it, it works in the long run. Uh, like I said, uh, I see these kids in the local Tim Hortons, you know, being parents and young adults and, mm-hmm. you know, seeing their respect level that they have for not just me, but anybody else. I know that some of that had to have come from the clubs. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Well, thank you you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me, fellas. Absolutely. Absolutely. to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.